Hello and welcome to Lost in Sci-Fi and Fantasy. I'm your host, Leo, and this week we are talking about Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Now, I, I was planning on doing this eventually. I actually thought about potentially doing it a few weeks ago. But I've decided to do it now because I have a bit of a space to fill. Because I am still currently catching up on the challenge. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a bit of a rough one. But, with that said, though, we can kind of just get straight into it. Uh, my history with Wallace and Gromit is fairly simple. Um, it started around the time Curse of the Were-Rabbit came out, in which I watched the um, the original shorts around the same time as we watched the movie on, I think, when, when Netflix actually had DVDs that went out. I believe we watched it on there. Or we bought the DVD. One of those, I can't fully remember, because it was so long ago. <laughs> Anywho, so, that, that's kind of like the basic of my history. That's kind of my basic history with Wallace and Gromit. As for, you know, my knowledge of the media in general, it's not super extensive, but I probably know more than, I guess, the average. You know, Wallace and Gromit is you know, stop motion and began in... 1989 with the short where they they go to the moon and eat the moon cheese there's only like a handful of shorts that they actually did one of which came out around the same time if not a little bit later than curse of the were rabbit making it you know the most recent that's technically the most recent um wallace and gromit media uh save for a handful of video games that came out between uh, then and now, as well as the game that's about to come out, or is already out for the um, the Meta Quest. That that's it. There are some talks of a potential like new short or new film coming out. I'm not sure which. They're currently doing it for. I believe it's the 35th. So the 30th or the 35th anniversary of Wallace and Gromit. And there's, there's this big, you know, celebration. I'm I'm following them on Instagram to see what happens, if anything, at all. We'll see. <laughs> now, as for uh, the history of Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, it was part of a deal between uh, Ardman, the people who make the Wallace and Gromit films, and DreamWorks. Um... <laughs> uh, let's just say that uh, th they didn't understand stop motion uh, and just how long it would take but part of that deal uh, came films like Chicken Run F and Flushed Away and I think Early Man might be one of the more recent examples or maybe it was the the pirate one I think those are all still part of the DreamWorks deal maybe but they, they signed a deal for X number of films. One of them is completely CGI. That's flushed away. While, you know, the rest were, were proper stop motion. And, yeah, the, the company kept complaining because it was taking so long. Not realizing, oh, you know, stop motion takes forever to do. And it, it's just one of those funny little things. Um, but yeah, this movie came out and was received 
relatively well, although the studio kind of considered it a bit of a flop and were quite unhappy with it. But it does follow the same kind of premise as all of the, or at least most of the Wallace and Gromit shorts. Uh, the, the basic premise being Wallace and Gromit are doing some kind of business venture and one of their inventions fucks up. That's pretty much the, the simplicity of most of the, the shorts put into a film. The film is kind of the bare minimum to be a feature length. It's only like an hour 38 or so. Um, so it's, it's very simple. Uh, in this particular film, though, they are pest control. Uh, they go by the name Anti-Pesto. I don't know entirely why. I think it's just because it's... It's a, a pun. It's either a pun or Pesto is Wallace's last name. I'm not sure. Uh, it's what it's kind of hinted at, but I think that the villain just calls him Pesto because he assumes that the name, that that's his last name. I'm not sure. But anywho, they are running a pest control service in which they are trying to deal with their parishes where they are trying to deal with their village's rabbit issue in time for the Big Vegetable Festival, in which pretty much everyone in their little town or village is trying their best to grow as big of a vegetable as possible. While out on one of these jobs, we're introduced to the main love interest and main villain of the film. I can't remember their names. <laughs> I just watched the film, but I can't remember their names. Um, but they, she wants them dealt with humanely. He wants to just shoot them because he's pretty much Clayton from the Tarzan films. But yeah, they come in with their big old rabbit vacuum, get all the rabbits and they're like, yeah. But then there's, uh, they get an idea from Clayton or not Clayton. Well, we'll call him Clayton. Why not? <laughs> He's pretty much Clayton. Uh, they get an idea from him to try and change their nature. Because earlier that day, in order to help uh, Wallace along in his diet, he decided to try to use one of his inventions to kind of brainwash himself into enjoying vegetables. But he didn't have enough time to actually try it out. So they journey on to do that job. And while there, they get the idea, well, let's try to combine this vacuum with that, with a little extra moon power, and we'll brainwash the rabbits into not liking vegetables anymore. Good idea, he thinks. But while trying to do that, he accidentally like kicks the lever, shooting a rabbit into the helmet, uh, and causing it to have to be destroyed. You know, after the incident, they go to bed, and there's a disturbance in the basement. And that night, the vicar is attacked by a gigantic rabbit. And then the rabbit also goes on a massive, like, vegetable patch-destroying spree. 
Um, in the morning, all of their alarms are going off, which, by the way, the way that Wallace decides to do his, his alarm system, while clever, also super fucking creepy. Because basically what he gets is these, like, professionally done portraits, cuts the eyes out of them like you would see in a Scooby-Doo uh, episode, and puts them over li some light bulbs painted to be eyes so that when an alarm in on their property sounds or when they make a call uh, their eyes flash so that they know who they're going to you know save like i said clever super fucking creepy because in the background there's just all these faces of you know their valued customers super creepy but in this case when they wake up all of them are going off. So, there's a town hall meeting to discuss the issue. They blame him for just being shit at his job. But, the vicar comes in and says, No. No, it, it's, it, it's a giant fucking rabbit. Like, it, it's a were-rabbit. People kind of brush him off, but also kind of take him seriously. So, they're like, fine. And they all turn to Wallace and say, what are you going to do? And he pretty much says, I'm going to use a giant trap. And everyone goes, good idea. Go do that. That night, him and Gromit go out with a classic Looney Tunes-esque trap of a decoy female were-rabbit uh, puppeted by uh, Gromit. Wallace gets a bit distracted trying to coach Gromit that it smacks into a tunnel and he goes to go retrieve it but the full moon comes out and another rabbit attack happens. But Wallace is nowhere to be seen. Gromit instead gives chase. He lassos the rat were-rabbit and is kind of pulled along, goes through a tunnel like made by the rabbit. And tries to keep pace, but ends up losing him. By the time he's able to get the car out, he finds that he's back in their garden. He goes inside to see Wallace trying to manage the chaos from the last <clears throat> from the night's attack. Uh, and Wallace puts a little bit of the blame on Gromit for having disappeared in the night. But Gromit is following these footprints, and he follows the footprints to the basement, all the way down the stairs, and finds that the rabbit that had gotten stuck in the helmet has changed. It's gotten, like, longer legs and has become kind of chunkier. Uh, when Wa Wallace joins Gromit downstairs, he's like, oh, okay, so th this, is, this is the cause of the issue. This is the were-rabbit. Okay, cool. This is good. Because, sure, we accidentally created a monster, but, bright side, we also have now caught the monster. So, Gromit sets about building a cage for the rabbit to hopefully keep him locked down. And after he finishes his work, he goes upstairs, closes the basement door, locks it, and then notices that the footprints continue on past the basement. So, 
he follows them up to Wallace's room, uh, where he finds that they're covering Wallace's bed is a bunch of vegetables. And he has gone missing. He has gone to the love interest's house in order to tell her the good news that they have caught the were-rabbit. Gromit rushes to try and intercept him uh, before he ends up causing a lot of damage. Meanwhile, at the love interest's house, Wallace is let in and it's kind of becoming sunset. He's, you know, she thanks him, takes him up to her secret garden where she has all these lovely vegetables and whatnot. And he starts to kind of change, but Gromit is able to delay the transformation by pretty much spraying him them all with water, I believe. And they, they leave. On their way out, they are kind of detoured for some reason. And they, they have to cut through the woods. But there's a tree in their way. Wallace gets out to investigate. And they're jumped by, like we're calling him, Clayton and his dog. But while pseudo-Clayton is attacking Wallace, Wallace begins to change into the were-rabbit and flings him away uh, and then flings a giant log out of the way as well. And then away they go. Uh, Clayton, or not Clayton, tells the love interest, ah, he lied, but for some reason keeps the fact that Wallace is the were-rabbit a secret and is just trying to pretty much convince her away from him while making himself look good. He vows to kill the were-rabbit. Um, in the morning, Gromit brings it to Wallace's attention that he is the were-rabbit. Because at this point, Wallace has started to uh, retain some of his rabbitness uh, past the the moon. In this case, he has big floppy ears. So, Wallace is still not fully convinced, even though he has big floppy ears now. So, Gromit takes him to the other rabbit that they had suspected being the uh, were-rabbit, but he doesn't want vegetables, he wants cheese, because he's becoming more and more like Wallace, so they're kind of a, a, it's kind of a fly situation where they kind of slightly melded and are becoming the other one, so they, they try to rush to figure out a solution the love interest comes by, says, oh, how could you lie to me? But Wallace isn't mid-transformation at that point, so he's panicking. Uh, he ends up accidentally brushing her off, at which then Not Clayton comes to try to kill him using gold bullets because they're 24 carat. That's the only way you can kill a were-rabbit. Puns. They, they, they have a mad scramble. Wallace turns into the were-rabbit and flees. But they were using Rabbit Wallace to help build the the um, machine to try to fix it. And so instead, they, he 
uh, Gromit takes Rabbit Wallace and puts him into the um, the van to drive and pretty much act as Wallace in the chase. And he, you know, they, they give chase and it pretty much goes into the big finale where the, the vegetable festival is underway, but Wallace the were-rabbit is on en route to to get the vegetables and uh rabbit wallace is en route to try and help fix it but is just being a goofball and gromit is doing what gromit does best everything gromit fights not clayton's dog uh while not clayton keeps like firing and missing the the uh, the were rabbit it's a big old chase, King Kong-esque ending, roll credits, <laughs> essentially. Basically, he gets kind of shot with a golden carrot, but is awoken by cheese, and is generally fine. Rabbit Wallace is still Rabbit Wallace. Uh, the love interest ends up turning her land into a rabbit sanctuary where all the rabbits that Wallace and Gromit have caught get to roam free. And that's that's genu genuinely it. The stop motion is really good. I mean, come on, it was a for the fact that it's a you know, feature length film, it's big. Compared to the half hour shorts that they were doing, of course they also kind of got into a nice swing with half hour shorts because they did you know Shaun the Sheep and whatnot. I don't know if they ended up doing Shaun the Sheep fully or did they do CGI? I'm not sure. Another uh, upcoming project of theirs is the sequel to Chicken Run. Dawn of the Nugget is is what the, the new movie's called. I'm I'm excited for it. We'll see how it goes. They've recast a lot of the uh, original cast which is man, neither here or there technically but um the the big thing for me is whether or not the plot's good we'll see <laughs> anywho though with that said uh i would absolutely recommend wallace and gromit curse of the were rabbit it's especially if you're a fan of you know generally wallace and gromit uh, stuff it, it's a very fun time and very good good movie nice and simple good for you and your kids if you have any. And, uh, yeah. Like I said, the, the, the stop motion is top-notch. Uh, didn't really see any errors. No. The only thing that kind of gets a little bit weird is, like, their eyes sometimes. But otherwise, it, it's fine. <laughs> but with that said, let us go ahead and move on to a relatively short challenge update. Now... I am still catching up. My goal, though, is this week is pretty much going to be the Magnus Chase week. This week, I am going to push everything I can into just reading all three Magnus Chase books and finishing it all and catching up. That way I can move on to, I think it's Serpent Shadow, and from then... Uh, I should hopefully have the the last book in so that we can finish off this challenge 
in, I guess, a lot more um, gripping a way than I was expecting to. As for the books, I have found that I absolutely hate the Cain Chronicles books. Now, you might be thinking, what when when you last read a Cain Chronicles book, you said you hated it then too. Yes, but my my hope for this book was that it was going to improve. You know, because that's generally how it goes, is they tend to get a little bit better with time, with any luck. In this case, it started off promising with the mention that, you know, Sadie was supposedly losing her British accent. I was like, okay, cool, that's one of my biggest issues kind of resolved, hopefully. No, they kind of just delayed it a bit before just going back to her having the accent and saying stupid lines here, there, and everywhere for no real reason. And then I had also forgotten the number one reason I didn't like it was that I hate the characters and their relationships and their motivations. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just found I really, really don't like it. And luckily... I'm done with the second book, so now I get to move on with Magnus Chase, which so far has been much better. Though I will say that it seems slightly confused about, you know, what, what it's doing. I think it's just because this is the first book, it's the introductory book, so it's going to take a little bit of time to fully get into it. But... Besides, you know, the, the general Percy Jackson issues of its timeline is fucked. <laughs> um, it, it, it just kind of... I don't know. It hasn't established what its goals are, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But it's getting there. Where I'm at currently, they've just started the quest proper. Uh, which is to get the Sword of Summer, stop Cert, prevent Ragnarok. And so far, they haven't done anything. They're they're about to get lunch. <laughs> but it's pretty good, and I like the concept of, you know, hey, he died. It tells you straight up at the beginning of the book, he's going to die. And he does. He's dead. Now, why he doesn't... See... see so, he is the cousin of Annabeth Chase, uh, Percy Jackson's girlfriend, uh, lead counselor of the Athena cabin. Now, she is here. This is the family emergency that's mentioned at the beginning of Trials of Apollo. And she is there trying to find him. Now, the reason that she's trying to find him is that his uncle, uh, Randolph, has been looking for him and has called in uh, his brother Frederick which is I guess Annabeth's dad's name uh, which I either didn't remember or this is new information but but yeah anyway they're there looking for him and one of the things is after he dies he spends some time in Valhalla and then when he comes back to mid, uh, yeah, Midgard, he is looking for his body, and he f finds it in a funeral home, and for some reason, Annabeth's there. Why? 
doesn't really explain why she's there because the funeral services aren't until that night and uh, the funeral home is supposed to be closed. But she's there for some reason and she confronts him and she kind of starts to come to the conclusion that he is part of the potentially Greek mythology. At least that's kind of the assumption that we get based off of her reaction. But for some reason, after coming to this realization, doesn't explain that she is also the child of a god. To, to help, you know, give him the understanding that he needs to be able to tell her what's been going on. Because she's like, oh, you know, I knew you didn't die. And he's like, well, you know, because <laughs> he's literally staring at his dead body. So, yeah. But anywho, they, they separate with the promise of, you know, meeting up later to discuss their issues. Uh, and that's so far the last we've seen of her. She, I know she makes an appearance at the end of the book, but I, I need to get to it. But... Yeah, that's kind of the episode this week. Because that's pretty much where I'm at. It's pretty good. Like I said, there's just some issues so far with, you know, why why they're beating around the bush with some things. When, like, you think Annabeth, by this point, would just be like, oh, yeah, so this explanation. Instead, it's just, uh, uh, him hawing around and then just, puttering off it's it's no boo but yeah so my, my goal my goal my plan like i said this next week i'm going to just magnus chase it up it's gonna i'm gonna finish this book tomorrow that is my plan that's all i'm going to do is tomorrow monday when this episode releases i am going to finish the book then tuesday or yeah, hell even tomorrow, I'm going to begin the next book and, you know, just pull through. Luckily, each book gets shorter as it goes. I need to try and get all three of these books finished. Mm, I want to say by Friday, ideally. So it's going to be another massive push week and luckily I'm getting my sleep schedule kind of balanced enough to where it's becoming feasible for me to do that because lately I've been waking up so late to where it feels like I just can't <laughs> but luckily I've been able to balance it out a little bit to where I should be able to get up read huge chunks and then take a break here or there as for other content that I'm supposed to be working on I will still take a short break to get the Pirates of the Caribbean episode recorded for this week. And I will also, depending on how good I'm doing in the books, I might stream, but it might have to wait until Sunday. Or streaming in general might also have to wait until the challenge is finished. I don't know at this moment. We'll see how it goes this week. I do, I've been really wanting to stream more Spider-Man. And when I stream again, it will be a lot of Spider-Man <laughs> for a good chunk of time. But I, I already have the thumbnails made and everything. I, I'll probably sometime 
later make the thumbnails for the Miles Morales portions. But yeah, you know, I'm excited for stuff. I want to make more stuff. It's just I'm stuck reading a lot of stuff. And as for make like recording the not even recording, watching. Watching the stuff for this show, it, it's not the easiest. With the uh with trying to catch up because I end up getting kind of caught in analysis paralysis where I'm like, oh, I should be doing this, but I also should be doing that if I want to do this by this time. You know, like I had I, identified like three different things I could do for this week's episode and I ended up doing none of them. I did Wallace and Gromit because <laughs> it was the shortest thing I could find. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do Conan the Barbarian, but I kind of want to do all the Conan stuff together, and to do that, I need to be able to read the first book. So that has to wait. Oh, I could do the first season of uh, the Doctor Who revival. Yes, I, I got part of it watched, just kind of casually, but I, I haven't been focusing too hard, and I also didn't have enough time today to, to do that. Then there's also the new season of Gamera, or the new series of Gamera came out. I was like, ooh, I could do that, but it's also like six to eight episodes, so I, I can't. Then there was another show that I was looking at, like, oh, maybe. But no, because it's a whole show and I don't I don't have time. Because <laughs> each episode's like an hour. Oh, anyway, that, that's my little ramble about stuff I want to do. Yeah, as, as for streams, I'll try to maybe fit one in this week, but realistically, I have to sit down and just crunch through these books as hard as I can. And luckily, it's, you know, I'm not starting from zero. I'm already almost halfway through the first book. It's just taking some time. I'm literally after I finish recording this and get it edited down a little bit, because it's going to be a relatively short episode as is. Uh, I'm going to go straight into reading. It, uh, yeah, should be fine. <laughs> but we'll go ahead and leave it there for this week. Next week, I might do do the first season of Doctor Who just to, you know, get it in as a hook. Because then I'll have 13 potential episodes there. Isn't that great? <laughs> or more. Because there's also the, the new Doctor Who that's coming out, uh, like, I think sometime next year? Anywho, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys liked this, please feel free to give it a like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, uh, or uh, rate and review it on your podcast app of choice, share it with your friends, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But with that said, thank you guys again for listening. I will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.